0: Hail, hail, lion of Judah! Let the lion roar! Hail, hail, lion of Judah! Let the lion roar! Hail, hail, lion of Judah! Let the Everybody, and welcome back to Christians United Mystery. My name is Travis, and today we are doing Matthew 20. Do you guys like that music I put in the beginning? <laughs> Figure I'd try to hear it in there, you know? I'll find some good worship songs, and good Christian songs, so I'd like to include them. But anyway, so we're going to continue our mini-Matthew series with Matthew 20. Matthew 20, again, we're starting to see now that Jesus taking taken. Um into custody, and he's going to be starting his walk towards the cross. So let's get right into it, and then as we um, go for this is a not really a longer podcast, but as we go through, we're going to start seeing changes, and you'll notice these changes with what we're learning. So now, before we heard directly from Jesus, well now it's starting to go away because he's going to go on the cross on the cross, and so now we're learning those important events, you know, and this all happens for a reason, so let's continue getting into it, um, with these ones, I'm only, there's going to be explanations more of what's going on, really, than, a, like, you know, a biblical advice that Jesus gives us, so, like I said, we're going to be learning now what happens to Jesus, So let's get right into it And without further ado, verse 1 For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder Which went out early in the morning to hire laborers in his vineyard And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day He sent them into his vineyard And he went out about the third hour And saw others standing idle in the marketplace And said unto them Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And they went their way. Again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour, and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle, and said unto them, Why stand ye here all the day idle? And they said unto him, Because no man hath hath hired us. He said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right that shall ye receive; so when even was come, the Lord in the vineyard saith unto his steward, call the labourers and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. and and when they came that they were hired about the eleventh hour, he received every man a penny. But the first came; they supposed that they should have received more, and they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good men of the house, saying that these last have run one hour, and thou hast made them equals unto us, which have borne the burden in heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, "Friend, I do thee no wrong." Didst not thou agree with me for a penny? Take that thine is, and go thy way. I will give unto this last even as unto thee. It is not lawful for me to do what I will with my own. is, Is thine I evil, because I am good? So the last shall be first, and the first last. For many be called, but few he were chosen. And Jesus, going to Jerusalem, took the twelve disciples apart in the way and said unto them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto scribes, and they shall condemn him to death. So pause, quick, he's telling them, What's happening now? What's happening now? Let's get ready for it. So he's giving them a warning of what's gonna to happen to him and they really need to start, you know, letting go of Jesus. But we see how it truly how it truly is. Um so let's continue. It shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and crucify him. In the third day he shall rise again. They came to him the mother of Zebedee's children and their sons, worshipping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? She says unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right hand, and the other on the left hand, in thy kingdom. And Jesus answered and said, Ye do not know what ye ask? Are you able to drink the cup that I shall drink of, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said unto him, We are able. And he said unto them, You shall drink indeed of my cup, and be baptized with baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give But it shall be given to them For whom it is prepared of my father And when the ten heard it They were moved with indignation 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 <laughs> Against the two brethren But Jesus called them unto them and said Ye know that the princes of the Gentiles Exercise dominion over them And that they are great exercise authority upon them but it shall not be so among you, but whoever, whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whoever will be the chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came, not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed them. And behold, two blind men, sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, they cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou Son of David. And the multitude rebuked them, because they should hold their peace. They cried the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. And Jesus stood there still, and he called them and said, What will ye that I shall do unto you? They said unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed them. Matthew 20 records Jesus' teachings, interactions and healing as he and the disciples continue to travel toward Jerusalem. It begins with the parable about the labors in the vineyard. Um, And remember we last were talking about was in the last chapter, we were talking about the last verse was, but there that there sh- fir- or first shall be last, and the last shall be first. And this is just continuing it. Uh, this is just now Jesus gave us a teaching, and now is giving us the parable. Uh, and then it follows Jesus' statements about the disciples' eternal rewards for following, following Him, and. He told them that everyone who leaves behind much to follow him will be rewarded greatly, and and we talked about what it mean to have true eternal life, and we also talked about like, you know, we also talked about eternal eternal life and eternity in our hell podcast in our hell sermon, um how long eternal is and eternal's never ending, so remember when we talk about eternal life, we're talking about heaven and we're talking about death and true death our second death that's hell and he added that many who are first will be last last first and again that's what we went yesterday yesterday was Matthew 19 29 30 and now he wants to illustrate what this means um, he pictures the master of a household and needs of, for workers in his vineyard and most likely it's going to be for like harvesting or whatnot. but he goes out early in the morning and he hires a group of day laborers people who are looking for work and they all agreed on the price for one penny a penny a day but still he still needs more workers though right so the house now has to return to the marketplace every three hours and hi- hiring another group for again a penny a day well, when the time to pay the workers come, the group hired early morning is excited when they see the master to pay those who were hired at 5 p.m. a whole penny. So they assume that they're going to be paid much more because they were there all day. They go, well, you know, these guys came in at 5 or whatever time. And we came in early in the morning, so we should be paid more than a penny. And the grumble at the master... The grumble at the master... Um, when he pays them only a penny as well, but they were like, "Well, this is what we hired you for. You all, you, I told you what would you do. I told you what the work is going to be. Did you did you expect me to pay you more than what we agreed upon?" And he has the right to be generous to whoever he wants to be. and This was really showing us in this parable, and he can. Uh, Jesus can conclude his the story by repeating his teaching that the last will be first, and the first will be last. And the message is somewhat parable to the end of the parable of the prodigal son, which is, for those who don't know, is uh, Luke fifteen twenty-five to 32. And if God seems to be even more generous to others than he is to us, that does that not mean we're being cheated or treated unfairly? So, we're not. So... We're not being treated fairly. Jesus is telling us, like, you know, everybody gets the same reward. Everybody gets the same punishment. And that's a testimony to the fact that God is a very just and merciful God. He's not going to give one more than the other. He's not going to give one less than the other. You're both going to be everybody has the same treatment, right? So that is what he, that's what the whole idea of the the, the parable was, is that you think because you were first, you were better, or you think because you were more, quote-unquote, more holier than somebody else or whatever, so you should get a better position in heaven? Not at all. And, you know, and remember, we, we clearly see, again, He this is the third time that Jesus is warning. Remember in Matthew 16 and Matthew 17, he told them, that when they go to Jerusalem, or when the Son of Man, which is talking about himself, is going to be killed by the Jewish leaders, and uh, and he's giving them the prophecy. Like he's telling them, "Listen, I'm going to die," but he's giving the prophecy that he's going to rise again on the third day. The third day. So, but again, so it's, it's important to note that because when when they find out, they're like, well, they're going to bat for Jesus. i kind of giving you a spoiler alert, but they kind of go to bat for Jesus. And they're like, well, didn't I tell you? Jesus is going to be like, didn't I tell you this was going to happen? And this also signifies that Jesus, the entire time he was on this planet, knew. And you never see him, I mean, you know, maybe if maybe if I don't go there, this won't happen. He never tries to circumvent it. No, he just continues on because he doesn't fear physical death here in this world. He doesn't fear death of the flesh because Jesus, in fact, knows where we're going, where he's going. And then Jesus is approached by mother, the mother of James and John, and these are the sons of Ze- uh, Zebedee. And she asks for her sons to be chosen to sit next to Jesus' left and right hands in his kingdom. But this means that they would have the highest positions under Jesus Himself, and we kind of see that like, wait, wait a second. So Jesus and John, Jesus turns to them too and says that they don't know what they're asking. You know, you, you don't know the entirety of what you're asking. He asks if they could drink his cup, and you know, if um, meaning they will suffer his experience his will experience. You know, meaning the suffering he will experience. Is he Able are they able to walk? The same path, are they able to go through? And he agrees that they'll drink this cop and during his trials, their own trials, and own persecution. But the answer the father is the one who grants such. You know, the father is the only one who could truly decide who is gonna sit at the right and left. And again we see that the other disciples are kinda of upset, they recognize this was an attempt to elevate themselves in the kingdom, and mind you, like, they, didn't they just come here? And like look, we've been following this man the entire time. We should get that. Jesus explains to them that the greatness of the kingdom is not about ruling over others, but instead, those who would be who would who would be great should, ser- should serve the others, and whoever must first be whoever must first must be a slave to others, and. That's, again, no, it's kind of signifying that nobody knows what they're asking for. They have this weird illusion that they're going to be some type of great king and ruling over others and telling me else what to do. That's not it at all. a matter of fact, he's telling us that Jesus was here to serve, not to be served. You know, and that's what people, common understanding is people think that Jesus is here to rule above all else. You know, think about it. He could he had the absolute power to start ordering everybody around and whoever didn't listen could smite them like them there but he didn't because he's here to serve us his whole purpose is here to serve us and we will learn this more as we continue going forward and I don't want to spoil any good um, any good information coming up in the future in the future chapters but he continues to challenge assumptions about greatness and power. And that's the whole thing here. Is he's really, he's really starting to get rid of the old and not get rid of fulfill the old, replace the new. The old is all these kings, presidents, and all that stuff. The new is is going to God and re serving God and God serving us. You know, it's we worshiping God and God serving us, and that's something we truly need to remember. God's here for us as true children. But finally, at the end of the chapter, we go over the two blind roadside beggars who call out to Jesus while he's passing them. And remember, they're on their way to Jerusalem. But they ask him to have mercy on him, call him the son of David, which is the name for the Messiah. And Jesus, obviously, heals their blindness. But, kind of giving you an illusion, Mark's account, which is Mark uh, 10, to 52 and Luke's account, which is Luke 18-43, focuses on only one of the men, named Bartimaeus. And again, I don't know if I said that correctly, but look. Bartimaeus, the Jericho in question is not the exact same one featured in the book of Joshua. But a long-removed settlement nearby. Modern preachers often bring up this event, noting that this is the last time Jesus will pass by this location. The blind men don't know it, but this was their last chance to meet Jesus. And I'm not sure if anybody else picked up on that. Is what happens if they weren't on that road? What happens if they got there a little late or left a little earlier? They would have missed them, and they wouldn't have got their sight back. And now this time for healing is coming to an end, and you can see that. And it's a sad moment, you know. It's a really sad moment to You know, it's, it's always a sad moment to realize, you know, that a lot of people wasted their time when Jesus was here when he was here a lot of people missed out and the fact that these two even recognized him as the, as the Messiah as the son of God, uh, David the son of God and they're blind This, just remarkable we never know when a call to follow Jesus in faith will be the last one of our of our lives and another way to signify that is we never know when is the last time to repent which is why we must always be repentful we always must be following the path of God because we never know when our last walk is going to be you don't know when is our last time to make things right with God because once you walk away from this earth it's up, it's done, it's given you gotta remember that anyways um, I'm starting, again I'm starting this Bible giveaway starting the first week of August Amy wants to sign up for a free King James Bible please email me at Ministry at gmail.com with your contact info I will reach out and we will um, go over where I'm going to ship it to um, I could do it to a P.O. box. I could do it to your house, your friend's house, anywhere, your workplace. Um, and remember, it's gonna be limited supply. I don't know yet, so that's why it's important that we all sign up starting now, so that way I, I, have, I have a list to go down, from top to bottom, first come, first serve. And um, I'm also starting out this giveaway. Um, I'm doing these not giveaways, but um, pamphlets, I give up pamphlets so everybody can have a Bible and if you don't if you don't know how to get a Bible just email me, I'll send you a link to whether it's an Android or an iPhone and I'll help you download it, but pretty much you go on your iPhone Play Store um, or Android Play Store or your Apple App Store and you can download King James Version Bible or any Bible version, they all have Bible apps, um, again just pray when you download it to make sure it's, it's what God wants you to have and not a version that's not going to help help you um, and I really want to thank everybody here for uh, listening, again Christians United Ministry uh, we're going to get a hardcover or so we're going to get a physical book, not an email copy in August so make sure you sign up for that Bible because everybody needs a Bible in the household um, and if you already have a Bible sign up to you who you know who you know doesn't um, and if always if you see somebody who's in need, always try to help them because as we want God to help us Anyways, thank you so much for reaching out, for listening today, today's podcast. Um, My name is Travis, and this is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.